Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the Immortals Podcast. Speaking right now is your co-host, Trey Sean. Next to me, we have Jared over here. Hi. And next to me, on the other side, is our guest, Brandon. Hello. Oh, oh wow, Brandon. God, just <laughs> swallow the mic while you're here. <laughs> yeah, all right, Sean, you better turn off vibrate, my dude. You better stop yelling at me, all right? I'm trying. It's hard, <clears throat> it's hard to move. So it's been a while. It's been a while since we've recorded, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, spoiler alert, we pre-recorded the last two. Mm-hmm. So. It's been about, a, what, like a week and a half, two weeks? It has been two weeks. Two weeks? Yep. I guess that makes sense, right? How... Yeah, because <laughs> if you pre-recorded the last two, that would be a week. <laughs> um, so no, it's definitely been a while, so I guess we, we can update the people, talk about maybe how our, how our week or two has been. Or a week or two. I like that. Also, as everybody knows, it is <clears throat> spooky season. Spook, spoopy? Did you say spoopy? Um, spoopy? Spoopy season. Are we rolling the spooky, scary skeleton theme? Oh, I absolutely love spooky, scary skeletons. I've listened to the entirety of the one-hour mix like a couple times. Well, I don't have problems, so I don't do that, but... Alright. Anyway. <laughs> I feel attacked, but I don't know how to argue it. I guess it's true. I just it like spooky, scary skeletons. It's catchy. It's very so, uh, let's get right into things. Yeah. And uh, how was everybody's two weeks? Um, I'm definitely sure. I know last or this week that we're kind of ending on here has been super busy. Um, I have a paper due next week, a paper due today, which isn't done yet, but go podcast. Um, and I had an exam this week. Homework, regular work. It's just been a busy week, definitely. Seems par for the course. Yeah, the college the college working entrepreneur life is is definitely a busy one. But I think it's a good thing to be busy, you know? Yeah. Keep yeah. you out of trouble. I think that's what my mommy said. How about how about you? How how's your weeks been? Um uh, well, we'll touch on some things later, but my okay. two weeks have been okay. Just been busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I got my uh first paycheck from the new job and had to pretty much spend it all on bills and catching up fast stacks though so waiting for next week to kind of balance out <laughs> were they fat um, while you had them the stacks they were they were yeah. fat for oh, that yeah. whole you know 22 hours and then <laughs> i realized it was there mm-hmm. spent it mm-hmm. yep um yeah about right. i bought my mom a gas stove and didn't tell her about it wow son of the year and we went i, I sent it to my grandfather's house we went at 5.30 a.m. and picked it up and brought it over and snuck it into the garage, me See, and my dad. You make me feel bad because I hesitate on buying $5 Hallmark cards, mainly because I don't think they're worth $5. But still, that's a lot of money, man. How much, how much was a gas stove? Well, the one I was going to get was 540 Okay, it's a couple. Yeah, it was, an, it was a nice <laughs> one, though, but it was not convection, and it didn't have a storage drawer underneath. It had a broiler. Oh, no. And the thing Storage drawer is pretty important. Well, and the thing with the broiler is it was too small to really use anyway. So it's it kind of like just a way. waste of space. Yeah. yeah. So we went up to the $700 one. <clears throat> and uh, but that one's nice. Oof. It's just as nice, but it's got convection. Oof. Making all those baked goodies. Mm-hmm. And it's got the storage drawer. Okay. So, all right. And the top is real nice. It's like uh, it's like all flush one st- continuous like level mm-hmm. where there's no gaps mm-hmm. and it's these heavy duty grill uh griddles that you can actually are dishwasher safe and there's a sweet there's like a fifth burner in the middle but it's a flat griddle so you can like toast bread cook pancakes stuff like that and guess what that comes up too and you can put an additional griddle piece on which i ordered for her 
Wow. So, wow. but they got to cover the gas line. We have to run a gas line. It's like four hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah, you guys can get that though. So. <laughs> That's, a, that's a, I mean, that, that's super awesome. But yeah, it was pretty a, much, I'm not worried about Christmas or her birthday. So <laughs> no, that's fair. And I pretty much screwed my dad over as far as gift options. Yeah, 100%. So, but she's complaining about it a lot. And our current stove is busted. Like the top just gets hot and it sucks and nobody likes using it. So it's like, you know, everything comes out burnt in the back and like uncooked in the front. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, it's like, a gift to the family. Good, it's a good investment. And also, I mean, if you're going to splurge, like doing it on your it mom's not it was on sale for 700 It was normally like 900 Okay. So I was like, I better get this now. Okay. So I did. Okay. I like that. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, a lot of other busy stuff. Um, we did some business stuff for Immortal. We've done a lot of business stuff for Immortal. We've since, made some moves. Since we've last recorded. A lot but of before, big things. But before we talk about the moves... Should we allow Brandon to speak? Yeah, yeah. How was your How was your week, Brandon? <laughs> don't eat it. Good. You don't, yeah, you good. don't have to eat yeah, it. Good. Good. Yeah, good. Okay. You're good. Um, my week was good. I'm good. Uh, I got a job. Hell yeah, so that's pretty cool. Where are you working? Uh, I'm working at a Walgreens. Wow. I know somebody that works there. Okay. Yeah. One of my One of my good friends. Normally helps a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Besides that, just exams and lab reports that's what i've been working on so is it exam season right now or what midterms oh, yeah it's midterms yeah oh. right in the right in the smack dab of the, of the semester <laughs> right in the butt crack of the semester some yeah. would say the middle of the semester like, like the, the, term, the term straight in the middle is right where we are so that's what i've been doing <laughs> it's been great wow that was an exciting two weeks man i envy you dude full-time student life it, it's hard knockout here and he's stem I'm I'm just an English major, man. I just have to read books all day. Just read books. It's a lot, but you know it's not too bad. I like it. Yeah. Well, so uh, as you guys can tell, we all had a lot of fun our last two weeks. <laughs> nothing, nothing but fun. Business meetings. I actually really liked getting the mortal stuff done this week. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, so these last two weeks, we have been really pushing towards getting some shirts made. Um, the brand like organized. We're trying to get the website up. Um, we got all of our social media accounts up and running. Um, and today, after this podcast, I think we're going to be sitting down and either writing an essay and or mm-hmm. doing some like brand guideline, figuring out what our look is, what Hopefully our style and. is. I'm hoping and. I'm hoping and as well. Yeah. So um, well, let's, let's talk about the shirts. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, let's 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 do a. A quick list of all the things we've accomplished. So we've def we have uh, we should be we've ordered shirts, we've received shirts, we've checked them out. We are uh, finalizing some designs, so we're definitely we moving to, forward in merch. We have to make the template, mm-hmm. and then we have to expose it because we're gonna be screen printing these. So we have all the supplies, and then it's just a matter of getting the design onto the shirt. Mm-hmm. There's a few things to tweak with the design, but um, which we're working on. Which should, hopefully hopefully tonight Jared and I can go back and forth. Hash out our differences. And we also have some stickers. We do have stickers. On the way. Coming in. We got four designs? Uh, I mean, one design, four colors. That's right. Did we do the pattern ones too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we got, we got our, our core black and white. We got a color one. Mm-hmm. Then we got like a, a black and white pattern. Yeah. And then we got like another color pattern. Yeah. So we're going to vandalize everybody's vehicles and call it a day. So hide your, hide your, what is it? Hide your cars, hide your... Yeah, hide your kids, hide your wife. Because we vandalizing everybody out here. Hide your cars, hide your scoots. 
That's a that's Immortal's new uh, motto. We vandalize in everybody out here. It's very true. Maybe. Um, I've been thinking recently that we should call ourselves mortals. Mortals? Yeah. Because immortals sounds a little pretentious. <laughs> but I was also thinking that we are mortal, but the ideas are immortal. You feel? We um, live through the idea. Like, we're the mortals. Deep. But the ideas are what make us immortal. Yeah, but if they make us immortal, aren't we immortal? Well, we still die. But we can pass on the ideas. See, but it's, they, a collect, it's a collective. No, but see, here's the idea, right? Um, I think that you are creating too much separation between the idea and the thinker or the piece and the creator, right? So you say that, maybe, it, maybe. that it makes us immortal. So I think we, we are immortalized in our work because our work is an extension of us. So if, if our ideas live forever, so do we. Because, yeah, in a way, we're living through our designs. But, but, but I think it's more that we're living with our designs. It's, it's an extension of our creative spirit. What we have to offer and put in is an extension is, is put there. So I think we, we are immortal. In- well, my branding idea goes out the window. I'm going to do a shirt that said I'm mortal, but I guess we can't do that. Dude, I do I'm mortal all the time. I love to play with it, and I go back and forth conceptually. I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie. If we're not mortal, I can't. Can't I can't say I'm mortal. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was business stuff. We're getting uh we are using Discord to organize everything. I mean, I wouldn't say organize everything. We're using Discord for communication. Yeah, and we're trying to get into using project management tools, but they all cost money and we're not really making anything yet. Yeah. It's um, hard to justify a lot of them, cost wise and, and use wise. Yeah, and it's, we get. it's hard getting everybody it's one of those things where we're pretty much relying on like volunteer work and friends. Facts. So getting somebody on board with using a program and like being dedicated to it is also a bit of an uphill battle because mm-hmm. we can't really expect we can't really expect you to be using a like the tools that a person with a job would use if For you're free, not yeah. yeah you know so it's been a little weird but everybody's been pretty understanding about using it. We we were rolling with Monday.com for a little bit. It's like one of those super apps. nice by the way. Yeah, I saw. Uh, ads for it on YouTube all over the place. And I was like, this kind of looks nice. Um, at one of my other jobs, I use Basecamp. That is mm-hmm. a literal dumpster fire. Really? Because I've heard about it a few times. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the interface. Mm-hmm. And I maybe it's just the company, but like anytime I've used it, the person doing it like didn't do a good job of organizing. Okay. But they don't have any calendar view or anything like that. It's just a, like a prioritized list. Like it'll show you your your assignments and then like what to do first, but there's no calendar or timeline or like anything like that. Well, so it's like the 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 very basic level of Monday, but you where it's just it. yeah. yeah, where it's just you create your pulses, what they call them. Yeah. They're basically just assignments, and, but it was just a list. But they have other like a calendar view and a kanban view. I think is what it was called. It was super weird, but they had all sorts of different um, yeah and, ways um, to view it and access it. I see Slack is advertised literally all over Penn Station. There's mm-hmm. banners and stuff everywhere. Wow, but I, really? I, I look at Slack and it kind of just looks like a more business Discord. It's just it's just chat servers and stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's really any way of like assigning. I mean, I guess there's, there might be a way of assigning things, but it doesn't really seem like I'm paying for much more than I could get with Discord, which is free. And I personally think it's like a lot more fun. Have yeah. you ever read the update notes for those? I have actually. They are hilarious. They're funny. Well, too, and like if you can't connect, like a lot of their little uh, server messages are a lot of fun. It's just a fun program to use. Mm-hmm. 
now you can launch games from it, which is another Dude, block. I and saw that and that was so cool. Yeah. I think that's awesome. It's very smart, very smart business move for them. Yeah, dude, I've been loving that new controller I ordered. Mm, yeah, it's so nice. I mean, it's just a regular controller, but it's got these sweet colors. <laughs> and it does have an sweet. additional light bar on the touchpad, which okay. is nice. Okay. So, yeah. Um, any other more, any other gaming topics you want hop hop around to? Dude, for like I've three been playing so time? much Rocket League. You talk about it enough. Well, you know I it is. I, so. I go through like little waves, mm -hmm. but they've got all this. With the Halloween stuff, you get these event like uh, coins, mm -hmm. and I've been trying to buy all the pumpkin crates because they got sweet stuff, and I don't have to pay for keys to open them. Mm. Like I've probably spent twenty bucks in keys um, over my time. That's not a lot. That's twenty crates, I guess. But like, I don't know. In Rocket League, no crate is really bad. Though. Like you're always excited to get something. It's not like PUBG where I just spent three hours trying to get enough coins to get my third pair of school pants you know what i'm saying so like fifa uh ultimate team packs where you like a gold pack is 7500 but the the chances of you actually getting something good are so slight. yeah and then rocket league when you have x amount of like left so if you have like 16 different common like car toppers mm -hmm. you can trade in five for one item of the next tier so you yeah. can trade in your base level stuff for better items okay which i think is nice a nice little system now FIFA's FIFA's hustle is in a gold pack or a premium gold pack, which is seventy five hundred. I should be correct. They tell you that you get like three rare gold cards and then like the standard regular uh, gold cards, but you get players and consumables in the pack, and oftentimes mm. your consumables are your rare golds. So then your players are just standard like regular like seventy. Yeah. See, Rocket League, gold. I think might be one of the only games that I don't mind microtransactions. Yeah, I always mind microtransactions because they cost money. No, because I I think that well, it's it's hard enough to get like you get crates. They're not you don't get them all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. So like an occasion, like you might play six games and just get like you know I think I get like one crate per six games. Okay, so it's like thirty minutes. Um, yeah, it's like it's a dollar for a key. And oftentimes you can just not spend them and because there's different types of crates. So like you might get like the victory crate and you're like, oh, I don't want anything out of this. So you can just trade it later. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I dig it. I dig I'm it. a, I've never got super into Rocket League. I played a little bit when it first came out. Um, what I've been playing lately, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. 100%. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big like Naruto fan. So the game to me is a ton of fun. And it's also... It's a competitive, like local one on one tournament league. Like it's it's fun. How is that? How does that game feel? Like is the is the fighting satisfying? Because I've noticed that the, my favorite games are always satisfying. Like when you're playing Rocket League and you make that stop or you make that nice hit, like hitting it and like everything about it is satisfying. So and I feel like the same way about like Street Fighter is just super satisfying to play. What I'll say about Naruto is, is I, I started to say I do think it's a very satisfying playstyle, um, but I think it is exponentially more so when you understand what's going on. Yeah. Right. So what's satisfying about Naruto is using these characters you've seen in the anime and getting a first hand and like looking at their taijutsu, which which <clears throat> the game is programmed well. I mean, they've been making these games since like GameCube was like the top system. Mm -hmm. so they've been making them for a long time. So. The game is super fast paced, so uh, substitution jutsus, blocking, grab moves, uh, very quick YBs, balancing people who have faster and slower type jutsus. It's a very satisfying game when it gets to a certain level. You know, when it's yeah. fast paced, action, log here, grab move here, snuck in a YB, you see somebody use it, it's, it's, it's very satisfying in that sense. 
but definitely way more when you when you understand the characters and what's going on. Yeah, because oh, I'll let Brandon talk on this. Do so, not swallow the mic. So close. So <laughs> <laughs> with that, um, I have been playing that Naruto game mm-hmm. quite a bit mm-hmm. with Trey, and um, I've also been watching Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, and I've been while, getting while playing. Yeah, and I have been player. getting better and. To see how it went from, you know, playing in the beginning and losing against, like, the computers and stuff like that to being able to figure out, um, like, who is actually, who's faster than who and who I should be able to, like, dash at and who I should be like, all right, let me just chill back. You know, it's like, it's like a whole bunch of stuff that you kind of, like, get the hang of. And then once you find, like, the thing that's really cool that I've, I've at least appreciated a lot is the fact that a lot of the, like, big moves and, like, the finishing moves and stuff like that are things actually from, like, the anime and like there are different like teams you can put together that have like the actual like mm-hmm. like finishes they would do in the anime stuff like that. It's pretty cool. It's a really cool game. I think it's uh it's designed pretty well and definitely very satisfying. Yeah, because I was Black Ops Four has been out and people have been playing the Battle Royale Blackout, and uh, it just sounds like a satisfying like like that gunplay. Just this is what I was thinking about it because like when you play PUBG, PUBG is is satisfying for like the last five minutes when you're trying to survive. Well, like, the gunplay is not that great. Like, your aim is often not that great. The red splatter from hits is often, like, poorly tracked. Um, it's just it's kind of laggy sometimes. Like, it's not very satisfying to play. Whereas you play something like Rainbow Six where, like, you people die so quick. Like, if you catch somebody off guard and you shoot them a few times, they're dead. And it's very satisfying. Or, like, in like Black Ops, there's, like, always that nice hit marker sound. Mm-hmm. And like a little bit of like rumble on the controller if you play it on the console. Um, and like it's just satisfying to shoot. Like the gunplay is nice. And I was like, yeah, I've never thought about it translating it over to other games. But then I was like, yeah, Rocket League is just so satisfying to play. I think my issue with PUBG would be, and I've played PUBG like a couple times. I, I've watched a, a good bit more than I've seen or played, but even that's it's not a lot. programmed like a free-to-play, but it costs 20 bucks. No, 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 no. My issue, I feel like, would be the same issue I have with Battlefield is PUBG is like a bigger, long, longer drawn-out like mm-hmm. playing game. So yeah. my issue with Battlefield is taking like four minutes to get across map to the like small epicenter of action mm-hmm. just to die pretty quickly and then spend another four minutes walking across the map... I, I don't think it's very engaging for me to spend more time like walking around and scavenging. Like if that's the purpose of the game, cool. But to me, I, I look at the purpose of the game like as as the combat. Cause that's what you're always working towards, mm. right? Yeah, you gotta play. It's not uh, very satisfying. You gotta not play conquest so much then. I probably just have to play more in general. Um, yeah, it's. But, I think they've actually. I think they've done a lot to remedy that. Well, I know if you play team, if you play team deathmatch, that's totally like you only spawn in a certain spot. Like yeah, relevant to where the action yeah, like on. conquest and stuff. I think a game that did a good job with that was Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. because they're pretty big. It's made by Dice mm-hmm. and everything. Um, a lot of action, but I think that where those kind of games can pull that off is because they have vehicles and stuff. Yeah, and there's which Battlefield and did. the destructible environment is so much fun. And PUBG had a vehicles too, did it or no? If you could call them that, yeah. I mean, they hit random invisible items in fields and. It's pretty easy to tip them. And right, well, that game's janky. been incomplete for like two years now, hasn't it? Uh, no, it's it's released as a complete game for Xbox and PS. Oh, PC. and it's just bad still. It's just bad, yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's... <laughs> yeah. Like it wanted to be really good and they just gave up? I don't... Yeah, well, the company, I don't think, is super experienced. Hmm. So, and yeah, you know. 
It happens. Yeah, I mean they did well. It's still extraordinarily yeah. popular for all the for all the bugs that it has. Like in its heyday, I no, I've, I've definitely it was heard, the only option. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard a lot about PUBG and for a while. You know, like it yeah. definitely it's pretty much disappeared since Black Ops came out. So I think even so, I still see every now and again people playing PUBG or it getting brought up. I no, definitely it's definitely it's, a staple of like the gaming community now. But it's you yeah. know, it hasn't been like well, pop, like popular. Too. Pop, like Fortnite is still killing it somehow. Like I look at Ninja still what has eighty thousand people watching i'm like why isn't this act dried up yet is ninja still playing fortnite i thought he switched games no he's still playing fortnite is he okay he makes way too much money too much money to stop playing that oh but at this point he's got a market at this point you can just take it i mean at this wants. point he can just never have a job again but i mean he could decide he wants to start twitch creative and he'd probably have tons of people following yeah, him over still so i mean he could really do whatever at, he wanted at this point he could literally fake his own death and live as a millionaire for the rest of his life just I was gonna say as long as he didn't say the N word, but didn't he do that? No, yeah, he, he said was he in said, a rap song. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he was yeah, rapping. He said something about his... nagging, and then he said, "No, I'm not a." And then he, uh, uh, I don't know about that, but I do remember the instance where he was rapping along to to music oh, and lyrics, that. and yeah, that he said the N word too. Was in the song, which is do I think is that, all is the that, people that have said the N word are racist? No, maybe you just like music. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's Michael Che, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The kid, I love Michael Che. Definitely a worthwhile checkout. Um, yeah, so that's gaming in a nutshell. Not that that was a planned topic, but I'm glad we have that had that tangent. That yeah, good. I will say that um, gaming, like I love. How about this? I've been like sneaking in gaming while working at home. <laughs> so like I'll just have Steam open in big picture mode with the control because. For shooters, I always use keyboard and mouse, but for most other things, I use the controller just because mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's Bluetooth, yada yada yada. It looks cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, just have a game open, and I'll be sitting on my computer. And I'm like, oh, gotta wait a few minutes for a message. Slide over, start playing some games. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's gonna eventually develop into like a horrible habit, but for now, it's working out. Yeah, I mean, enjoy yourself while you got it. Um, I wanted to transition from gaming to what do i have down here uh the oh you were talking yeah, about the articles speaking, so no you can't too late to try and come up with an actual segue what well, i was just say that the the whole related back to like the working thing i want mm-hmm. to talk about listening to this podcast called um well it used to be called fitness uh in post and it was this video editor well video editors and how they would stay in shape while also being you know people that work at desks 24 7 mm-hmm. um but he had some guy on there with the GTD, get things done, organization method. And I want to talk about this because it feels like it'd be something that's right up your alley. Okay. Basically, this guy who wrote this, and I don't know if that's the actual like official name for the system, mm-hmm. but he's the guy that wrote the book on it, literally. And it's pretty much organizing, not by priority really, but by energy. So this task is high energy. This task is low energy. And so there are days when you're feeling low energy and you're not feeling doing much, you go to your, what are my low energy tasks I have today? And you bang out a trillion low energy tasks. Mm-hmm. Or what are your high energy things that you need to get done right away? And it was interesting because this guy's been doing really well with this this whole program. And I think that's an interesting way of putting it instead of in priority, instead into energy. Because mm-hmm. sometimes the priority comes into the energy bit. Like, oh, this has to get done right away and it's going to be complicated. Mm-hmm. So kind of you're kind of including that priority, but you're also breaking it down into like, what mood am I going to be in when I do this? 
Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to use this, and it's been pretty good. I'll be you know waiting for work, and I'll say, oh, well, you know, I got I got to clear my mailbox, and I got to renew my license, and I got to do this. It's it takes time, but it's low energy, so I'll just kind of crank it out while I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And it's been really nice. Um, yes to everything. I I'm I'm I like this. I like this a lot. Um, for the reason that I think, um, I I feel like emotion and mood, feeling, these sort of things have been so put on the back burner for how much actual impact they have on our lives. Um, and I think part of that is because, uh, whether it be like lefties or, or, or California or whatever, people who are overly dramatic or overly emotional um, tend to get a bad rep, right? But I definitely think emotion plays a role in, in, in every aspect of our life. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you got to you have to consider the emotion, but I think that you go into dangerous places when you let emotion control you. But you always have to consider it. Yeah, and I definitely think you should always be in control of your mind. But I think part of that is awareness. You know, I think part yeah. of that is like so, like the like well, no, like the low energy thing. So if you're in that if you're in that state of mind, I think you will do better work that uh, is more. Uh, what's the word I want that that pairs better with the, with that energy state you know like I, I think when when you're in a mood to be uh very loud and energetic maybe working in groups or uh teams or maybe doing something like a YouTube video or doing something that is very creative very out there will come more naturally whereas you know when you're in those low energy moods maybe you're not feeling incredibly social um yeah. you you would be straining yourself to do like a team exercise and so you wouldn't put forth your best work but then agree, doing yeah. individual stuff you know I definitely don't think cater to your emotion, but, but oh, definitely yeah. be aware of it and, and bring it in, in as a factor. Yeah, because there are, there are days when I don't feel like doing work and I'm like, well, it's important and I have to do it, so I might as well do a good job. And like, I think um, like your self-determination and will is like a, it's almost, it's almost separate. It's like one of those things where like, no, no matter what you have to do something, whether like no matter what mood you're in, and that's like a, that's definitely like a discipline thing. And I'm, you know, I, I still struggle with that to have the discipline to like, uh, this has to get done, but I don't feel like doing it. But yeah, this was, it was such an interesting take on the whole productivity. And um, his main thing was like, you're doing this um, and it's very satisfying. And his whole thing too was like, yeah, this might take a lot of your time sometimes, but you're going to have it done. And his thing is, because um, the guy that was almost like, well, you know, what if I have like a stat, wouldn't organizing and prioritizing just overwhelm me with how much is going on and his thing was like well no that's because you're behind when you start you're supposed to do things as they come in so his whole thing too was like don't procrastinate like if low energy items come Mm -hmm. in just get them done they're Mm -hmm. low energy so you know oh i gotta clear my mailbox this morning just do it you know Mm -hmm. before you go to work or is that me vibrating or you no i'm trying to turn my phone on silent but i guess it's just not an option interesting (laughs) Um, no, I definitely think stuff like that's super important, especially too, like <clears throat> being aware of your mood and maybe not necessarily centering it in your workflow, but making it a part of your workflow ensures that you are maintaining a level of like emotional sustainability. Well, it's all about being efficient. Yeah. If, if, if you know you're not in the greatest mood, then don't do something that's overly social. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Well, and I think you're not even talking about like productivity but i think like it can help you maintain like um like your mental health yeah which in turn affects your physical health like i think it's a part of being being someone who's a creative 
or, or anybody really who works any sort of full-time job that requires you to really be in it, you know, is, is learning to not treat like yourself and your work as separate things, but learning how to commingle them so that they work, mm. you know what I mean? Work together. Yeah. So there are ways to maintain your physical and mental now, health. I have a few questions to put out there for you guys. Okay. Um, I'm kind of of the camp that your work and your regular life should not always be together. I think there are aspects of it. Um, and I, it depends, but I actually, I'm actually a kind of a fan of separating the two because I think that the reason why people are working more and are stressed out more these days is because work has become their personal life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's healthy. Like I think there was a healthy balance somewhere before where there was work was one thing, personal life was another. And again, it depends on what you're doing. Like if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting up something like obviously your work is pretty much your life for the moment, but I think striving to have them separated to a degree is a very healthy thing. I think you're seeing this a lot in a lot of uh, internet personalities and stuff where the internet's in your house and everywhere. And if that's your job, it's pretty much part of you. And you see all this burnout where people are like, this is too much. It's always in my face. I need to separate. Social media is killing me. And I, I think they're starting to realize that, well, maybe smashing the two together completely is a bad idea. Maybe there still needs to be a fair degree of difference. Yeah. Because this whole guess, this guy's whole thing was getting your things done so you could have a clear mind and then go forth doing new things with a clear mind. Um, no, and I, I think you're completely right there. I agree yeah. with you 100%. <clears throat> um, but I think that it's... I think you should definitely strive to have them separate, but I think you're you're foolish to think that you're just a different person at work. You know, I think yeah, the, there are aspects I, of your regular life that, that affect you on an emotional, on a mental level, and I think that rather than ignoring those in a workplace, you, you, you definitely have to realize that, you, that your work self and your personal self are still the same person. They are still affected by the same factors, and you have to, to an extent, commingle them so that you can function. Yeah, I guess, like, because I guess the main, one of the main real life examples would be like, if things aren't going well at work, don't act like your life is not going well at home. And you're, you know, like if you, if like, for example, if you're the husband or the wife and you're, you know, you're working the main job and the job has been rough and you're not, you, it's not going well, don't come home and like be a total, you know, a, don't be a total tool because, you know, uh, work's not going well, home life's not, well, you got to try and separate the two a little bit. But um, what I wanted to bring up that was the second question was, to what degree do you guys listen and like bend to the will of your emotions? Because I don't think your emotions are very reliable to base off of a lot of the times. Like That's there are some people that are like very like how my emotions are how I am. But I'm kind of like I got to double check with the logic side with like, yeah. I don't know, do these, do these like, emotions make sense? I feel like that's a big thing with um motivation and yeah. people have to – Oh, I wasn't motivated to do this. Well, if you're going to wait for motivation, you're never going to do anything or you're going to have very few windows when you do anything. You know, like there's a difference between dedication and motivation and motivation is when your emotions are like, hey, you know what? I think we can actually go and do something today and we're not just going to go be sad all day or whatever, you know, yeah. whereas dedication is like, all right, I'm going to do this because I have to get it done regardless, regardless of how I yeah. feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because this was this is why I said uh, how much do you like keep your emotions in mind versus how much do you listen to them? Because I know like a lot of people, especially young people, you know, they totally just – this is where you could fall into like a pit with this whole energy thing like, oh, I'm always low energy so I never want to do high – like, well, that's exactly. that's not a good system. Yeah. You know, you got to kind of 
there's always you have to understand that you're a, you're a flawed person so your emotions are flawed so you always have to like you know check with the logic side of like does this make sense is this what i should be doing and it's like a night nice, everything's a balance of course but like that's where you got to kind of balance what are my emotions saying versus like what i know is is right you know what i'm saying um <clears throat> how many times did i just say you know what i'm saying at least four <laughs> <laughs> i definitely agree with you to an extent but i want to hesitate to 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 uh associate that shortcoming with, with energies and, and how you feel and, and, and being overly emotional. I think that um, the issue is not necessarily being overly emotional, <clears throat> but but the idea is your emotions aren't always a bad thing. You know, your emotions aren't always sad. They're not always angry. <clears throat> and I think that you are looking very short-sighted at the idea of your energy, your vibe, your mood, uh, your emotions. If, if you're, if you're, Kind of looking at them as, as a thing that are at war with logic because I don't think there are I think your emotions when properly balanced um, and also I, I look to the chakras for things like this um, each chakra represents a different part of your of your whole being right and a lot of them have to do with emotion and expression mm -hmm. and things like that and it is the balance of those things that puts you in a proper emotional state so I definitely think being in like a negative emotional state um, you get that point where, you're, where, where your emotions and your logic are at war. Because like you said, you wake up some days and you don't want to do anything. Because mm -hmm. you're terribly depressed or you're sad. So you don't want to get up and you don't want to do anything, even though logic is telling you you should. I mm -hmm. think that is a, is a negative emotional state in which, sure, your emotion and your logic are at war. But ideally speaking, you should wake up motivated to do things because you should be passionate about the things you're doing. You should enjoy what you're doing. And some days, yeah, you have low energy uh, moments. But if your energies are balanced properly... I think you, you still are happy. You still look forward to things, even while being low energy, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you, your deadlines aren't going to have emotions or your deadlines aren't going to conform to your emotions. So, I don't know. That's all I really had to say. We are just yeah. fighting with this tentacle mm -hmm. of a mic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to talk yeah. straight I, on? Well, I would say... I would say low. I would say that's not good, dude. <laughs> I would See? say I would say that Trey is also. I would say you look at the world optimistically. You think do you think people are inherently good or bad? No, I think you said bad, right? Um, bad. But you're very like you're very like nature's like truest form kind of deal, right? Uh, elaborate on that. What do you mean? Uh, like things you find in nature are probably the best way to do it. Um, to an extent, yeah. Like uh, I guess to put this more academically like a transcendentalist uh, where you try to find meaning and stuff in nature and the, the principles and rules of life through that kind of um no i definitely love a lot of what the transcendentalist thing and i definitely think there's a lot to get from nature my issue with with the the original statement like the the, the equivalence of like natural and correct is i definitely think that our nature and our environment are still affected by by what humans do and so i think yeah. that there's definitely been a tainting of that yeah, well, um, I, I I would agree. I would agree. I don't know I if this is taint? your stance. Are you laughing because I said taint? All right. <laughs> so I'm trying to get deep. Um, <laughs> in the taint. All right. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, I would say um, <laughs> I would dis. Brandon, I'm trying to. I got to pee here, man. I'm trying to wrap this up in ten minutes. Can't hear me. Um, I yeah, I would say that. Uh, I would, I would, I would say that I don't think that nature is always correct, mm -hmm. and I, I would say that because I don't think that the world is perfect. Like I don't think nature, like, is you know, nature. If you want to live by nature, which there are people out there that do, mm -hmm. and not saying you are, but like the people that really think, you know, that think they're super, like hippies, pretty much, like that 
oh, nature, dude, everything. Like, nature is a vicious cycle, man. You don't necessarily want to live and die by the sword with, with nature. Because nature's rough. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. But I, I don't I, think you do. <laughs> um, what, what, I, what I will say about those that, and, and I think that you're, you're definitely uh, a little biased when, when your example of people involved in, in nature is hippies. I think, you're, I think you're choosing like a well, bad portrayal. Well, they were just portrayal. my example of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are... But, but I think that's a, a, a rough portrayal. You also have to look at the people like the transcendentalists who are incredibly intellectual mm-hmm. or look at people like the Native Americans who I think were a very... Uh, effective society and their in, in, in reference to their societal values and cultural values um that i, I think a, the idea is that there's um when, when you feel so connected to nature it's because you, you feel the oneness there right and so it is like like water water can be both very violent and aggressive and at the same time very malleable right and so it's a oneness with that and so to accept the good i think is to accept the evil and i think there are, there are many who would say that they would die by the sword uh, of nature because it, it's a oneness with it. So for those yeah. people to die to die by nature or to, to die by the cruelties of nature or its aggressive uh, times is only become one with that, right? It's the yeah. idea of well, I, agree, I agree that like I'm not. Uh, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from nature. Like I think the hard facts of life are something that are very clearly present in nature. Yeah, and I think that like. I unfortunately I feel like oh that this tends to be and I think we can all agree on this. This tends to be the case. People that want to roll with the good vibes motto tend to be very naive and they don't really know what they're talking about. And that's just like a poor, that's just like an unfortunate like coincidence that people that tend to gravitate towards that, that just, they're very ignorant about you know, what that actually Do you know means. why I think that is? Um, a quote I really like, uh, admiration is the farthest thing from understanding. And so I think a lot of that like the hippies and modern people that, that really want to be in this natural world are more admiring those that did it Unless under they're romanticizing it, you know, they're not understanding well, it. And because even people, even transcendentalists like Walt Whitman, um, under in uh, I think Thoreau, what was his Henry David, David Thoreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even even those people understood like the violent side of nature, and like mm-hmm. they understood like the serenity and the peace, but they also understood the aspect of like death and you know suffering and these kinds of. They understood all of the lessons of nature, not mm-hmm. just. Everything should work out in nature, right? Because that's not how it is always. I think the, those violent sides are a necessity of nature. I think death and, it's, and it's evil like, is a necessity. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's my train of thought, dude? That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, no, I want to talk. I just I thought it was a very interesting, yeah, like, like, just thinking about that. I do think naive was a very good word to use because I feel like, um, as many things go, people look at different groups of people or different ideas and they take the good things and they're like, I could totally roll with this. And they start yeah. going with it and they think this could be like a good way to live their life. Not realizing all the negative things that come with it. And then once yeah. that stuff starts coming in, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to live anymore. You, you know? know what it is too? It's uh, Aristotle put it this way, right? Virtue. Virtue is, is in the middle of the two extremes, right? So you had the 50s where people were like, expect disappointment you know it was kind of harsh it was this it was that right right out the great depression yeah and you had like the harsh realities and now you have people that have been so coddled to like your emotions are reality which is not well people will debate it still but i i don't think your emotions define reality i agree with you there and and it goes so out of proportion you're like somewhere in the middle you have to say here are the hard facts of life 
but I don't need to shut off my emotions because of that. I can use those to kind of work together. You need yeah. to find that virtue middle. One hundred percent. Like that's you can't stand. You can't. You guys can't see my hand motions. But <laughs> I'm the, glad. Like, <laughs> like the, <laughs> no, yeah. These days, uh, emotions are like obviously emotions are are very important. Like to yeah. be emotionally stable and to be able to have control over yourself. Like mm-hmm. that. But like I said before, that's not how life works. Life doesn't slow down for you to get your emotions in check. So you know, that's the, you know that's the exactly you have to find the balance between. All right, this is the hard stuff that I do need to deal with. And this is the stuff that I need to get in balance. Let me just you know do yeah, a little bit of both instead of just trying to pick one and you know being all little, about it. It's a little unfortunate today too because I think when you see that crate, you know your stereotypical crazy emotion person, right? They they've that's somebody that's been let go to do like that for so long and nobody's ever told them anything different. And unfortunately, a lot of people today are still, your emotions don't matter. Here are the hard facts of life or you have these like emotions are everything. You know, I, I felt like a butterfly yesterday. That must mean I am a monarch. I am royalty or some crazy crap. And then you got the other guy who's like, yeah, you know, life sucks. You're going to die in a hole. And you know, that's just it. You might as well enjoy it while you last, you know? And like, there's nobody to really. There's a very few people in the middle to like walk you through it. Yeah. I think you should be careful of extremities. I think we have an issue Poop? with yeah. <laughs> um, that was good. <laughs> you should be careful about this too. I I think that we have a tendency. Um, I think it makes sense, but but. Um, and obviously, you're making extreme examples so that things make sense. But but I think yeah, that we're just we, using the virtue thing. Yeah, yeah. But but I I definitely think that we tend to define these groups by their extremes, mm-hmm. and oftentimes they're outliers. But the thing is, you don't you don't see the 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 rational. You don't see the the people who can be naturalists and still blend mm-hmm. in with society and still understand that there are goods and bad. You just don't hear about those people yeah, because the people they don't they don't scream it and throw it in your face. Well, yeah, they're you the know? people in the middle that I'm saying it's hard to find. So you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. They just because they kind of have it figured out and they have the balance and it's not like they so you wouldn't even know yeah. yeah they don't need to go shout from the rooftops this is how it is because it works for the them. same kind of thing as um that's the same kind of thing as a lot of political views too yeah. you know like you have one thing and you're either so gung ho one way or the other there's no all the people that fall you know by the wayside because they have you know like hey I can kind of see this part of this but I can also understand this they don't really get much. You know, much media time because nobody cares about that. Nobody wants to hear offense or you know, they want to hear all these people that are you know going back and forth rallying and stuff. Yeah, you know, it, you know what's something kind of interesting. Um, I, I always thought about this a little bit because where we grew up, it's very rural, a lot of farming, and people just live simple lives. South and, Jersey. Well, they grow up and they 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 live and die in the same area. You know, within the same fifty miles. And you're oh like, yeah, wow, so that's kind of depressing. People. Like so many people. But terrifies then, me. But then you but then right. you meet some of these people and you're like, wow, this guy's just so at peace and just happy. Like, why is this guy just so happy? Sometimes, yeah. It's. <laughs> I think I think with a lot of the. Um, you know, I would, I would definitely agree sometimes, mm-hmm. but like I meet a lot of these people and the, especially like farmers who are just out there growing stuff, dude. They're just, just living life. They're just living life. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm old. I got six grandkids. Yeah, I lived a pretty full life. You know, I grow produce. I know about plants. I'm just kind of hanging out and like life's been good to me. I'm like, wow, you know, that's, I, sometimes I envy that because sometimes I'm like, you know, I, I need something better. I need something better. It's like this greedy side that's like always wanting more. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I think I just sometimes need to stop and just kind of be content with how things are. Like not not saying like oh your situation is what it is you're always going to be there, but just kind of enjoy the things around you a little more and appreciate it more. Because I live in the U.S., there's really not much I should be like 
you know, super like, oh man, life really sucks here. Like, yeah. I can, there's a lot I can appreciate. I need to have some perspective. I, I agree with you on everything about that. Um, I will say too, though, um, I think part of being able to be content, because if you look at a lot of the people that are content with their lives, they're not 22 year olds. A lot of they're them are, are 40, 50, 60. And the reason for that is because they live their younger life always striving for more and so i think there is a time to be content in your life right yeah. mm-hmm. i don't think that I, I agree with your sentiment wholeheartedly but i don't think that that means at 21 go seek a life and just settle down right i don't think that means get like a decent paying job and a decent house and just kind of live right i think there's a time in which your life in which you strive for more in which you fight in which you see both sides of good and evil so that when you are older you understand every side of it you know just gaining that wisdom yeah that's yeah. true i didn't mention that a lot of these people have gone out and done things and have gained a lot of wisdom mm-hmm. from. and that's like one of those things i think that's not not unfortunate because that's just how it is but like a lot of young people want to have wisdom but they they don't because they haven't had those experiences yet mm-hmm. right and so they, they want to act like they have everything figured out but they don't and they just got to listen a little more can i um can i say i think that would be a really great note to end the podcast on i was just thinking the same thing yeah i think if there's a there's a take home here it's it's there's, there's a time in your life to to strive for success and to shoot for more and more and then there's a time in your life to reflect to be aware of your current situation and to learn that happiness is very often uh, synonymous with with being content with your situation in life yeah. and understanding you you know you're there, and I think that's an important thing to consider. Straight out of the Bible, dude. Time and place for everything. There you go. Um, thanks for joining us this week. I'm so glad we recorded today for the Halloween special and didn't talk about Halloween. Right? We said spoopy. We did say spoopy. We did spoopy. <laughs> um, everybody enjoy your Halloween. Stay safe. Don't wear all black and get hit by a car. Yeah. Oh, stay at least once a year. Stay in drugs. Don't do school. Watch out for needles in your candy. Only yeah. eat opened candy. <laughs> Off the street. Off the street. <laughs> Pre-tested by nature. Watch out for rogue ripsticks. Uh, if you really want to be a good citizen, collect uh, spare change instead of candy on Halloween and donate it to the homeless. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, stay tuned for shirts. We should have those soon. Uh, we're only selling locally right now. If you want to have them shipped, uh, hit us, us up at yeah. theimmortal.brand at gmail. Um, you can follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Instagram, and Twitter, Facebook. Instagram at, uh, what's Instagram? The Immortal Brand? They should all be The Immortal Brand. Yeah, you should be able to find us on most social medias at The Immortal Brand. If not, all of our links, uh, if you can find one of them, chances are you'll find the other ones. We got stickers coming out as well. That will definitely be a local only thing because it just doesn't justify mailing it. But shirts, <laughs> we might be able to make you an exception for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. Catch Signing off. Week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Let's let it roll quiet so I can get that noise. <laughs>